The following program comes to you from the MNL Studios. And welcome into the Mark and Linda podcast. Skeeter, how are we doing? We're doing good. Uh, today, we give you comments with Skeeter on this day in history, rousing round, of course. What year is it? Coming off a one in three, how will Skeeter do today? Certain types of people like being bored. Is that you? Folks, we uh, have box office history. It's been made by Barbie. It's official. Tom Brady loves him some models. And how can you tell if your dog actually loves you? Tips. And with the Barbie movie being all the rage, how much do you really know about Barbie? The sex was so good she lost her hearing. This oh, guy this guy really likes horses and will Linda laugh. All of it coming your way today on the Mark and Linda Podcast. Globally, here, we have officially set a record. And again, talking about the entire world, we, in the entire history of this planet, have never been this hot before. And I mean, man, I mean, like it, like, you know, here in North Carolina, it's um, today is 97. And tonight when I'm sitting out watching TV or smoking a cigar, doing whatever, it'll be 90 because the humidity is there. California, you don't deal with that. The humidity, you don't have it. Right. But I'm going to say one thing. Yep. Hot is hot. Yeah. Because we're hot here. I mean, good God, we're hot in California. Yeah, it's it's blistering. And it's like I said to you last week, this is not just California or North Carolina. This is worldwide. It's a massive issue. And I, I say it way too much. But one of the last things you want to do is suffer through being dehydrated. Um, it ain't fun. Oh, my God. Um, if you say one more thing about drinking fucking water, I'm going to come through the screen and choke your ass. Excuse me. Did I say drink your water? No. I haven't said it. But I didn't. Hadn't said it yet. But I'm telling you, it's for real. 
And in this kind of heat, you don't even know it. So don't drink water. Who is this? Um, Nelly. Nelly, so good. What? I'm just kidding like Jason. Oh. Unless you're going to do it. Extra, extra. Spread the news. Jack and Nelly took a trip from the loot of the Neptune. Came back with something thick and it fit in his ass soon. Say she like to think about cutting in restrooms. So, as you know, um, I'm here in North Carolina in the studio. Uh, Linda is in California. And so the other night they had a, a little gathering at, uh, at uh, the house. Uh, all the kids were there. And I was, you know, there. We have a jacuzzi. And so I start getting phone calls. Hey, how do we, how do we turn it on? And I, I don't know how. I have an app. And when I'm there, I can control it from the, from the app that I have. And, and so that was Katie. Katie wants that thing going. And so then an hour later, Matthew calls me and he mentions the jacuzzi. I said, Matt, I told Kay, I, I, I don't know how to physically do it. And he goes, well, you have your app. I said, yeah, but I'm in North Carolina. He said, just try it. <laughs> so I did. And it fucking worked. I turned on the jacuzzi in California from North Carolina. Now I understand. You're thinking, idiot. Of course it did. I I thought you had to be within 10 feet of it. Me too. Yeah, don't. I turned it on from right here. You know what it is? It's a miracle. All right, what the hell? I got to shut off my phone. Or is that you? That's not me. No, that's me. Um. So, yay apps. Praise Jacuzzi Jesus. Uh, and it worked, and everybody enjoyed it. And had a good time there, I hear. We had a great time. Nice. And how was the food? Food was good. What did you I make? Made, I made stuff. I made uh, I made pinwheels. I've never made pinwheels in my life. And um, they, they turned out pretty good. Uh, today is uh, a unique day in that it is Amy and Bradley, her husband, uh, their son Milo's second birthday. He is two today. Can you believe it? He's two already. Good Lord. That went by so fucking fast. I went through most of the day thinking this was his third birthday. I thought, I mean, so, so yeah, to me, he's been two for a year, but they go to the kids. I can't, I just can't with you. I just can't. What? I just want to shut the screen and walk away. What did, what did, what did I do? Cause I thought he was three. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Well, I just don't numbers. I, I you know, age means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at me. I'm 67. I look good. Who would know that I'm 67 years of age? Unless I told you. Milo, mm-hmm. Milo, Onyx, both of them look three. And here's the point. They go to uh, Universal. Everybody, the kids, all of them, they go. This morning, early this morning. Oh. We are recording this on a Thursday afternoon. And you would think that it's Onyx's birthday. They sent a video and there was music playing 
Onyx was dancing her fucking ass off at this thing. I don't know what the song was, and it doesn't matter. This girl, it doesn't need to be her birthday to celebrate it like it is. But happy birthday to Milo. He's two. So good one. Mm -hmm. And ironically and sadly, it's also the day we put red down. Um, It's been four years. Thought a lot about him today. We all have that that dog or that cat or that horse, that animal that we, uh, you know, will forever pine for. And for me, and I can, I can speak for Linda, Red was, was that guy. Yeah. And, and so ironically, it's unique that we would celebrate both those days, but uh, celebrating uh, with Milo and his second birthday. In fact, all the videos I saw were of Onyx. I, I still haven't seen a video <laughs> of Milo and it's his birthday. So get on, boy. Um, I have this uh, thing, a problem. I've had it before, and I'm going to share. Linda's not going to enjoy it, and I don't do it to enjoy, you know have you enjoy it. But I'm just telling you. Maybe, oh God, this is going to be an old man story. I don't know if it's old man. It's going to be an old man story. Well, I mean, it could be, but I say it because I want everybody to know that if you suffer from it, you're not the only one. And as I say. I've had it happen before. So I wake up a couple of mornings ago and the left side of my nose is really sore, like really sore. And as each day passed, it got sorer. And so it's not getting any better, but there's nothing there. And so based on what happened before, I have a hair from the inside of my nose growing through my nose. Now, as I said, I had it happen once before. I had this red dot on the end of my nose, and I know what it was. And I kept pressing on it, trying to get nothing happened. Finally, the hair poked its way through the the top of my nose. Let me look at Linda. This is riveting. And so I took the tweezers. So now there's a little hair, a black sticking at the tip of my nose. So I took the tweezers and I grabbed it and I started pulling it. And it was coming out of my nose. And then it got to the point where it was still connected to the inside of my nose. I had to pluck the hair from the top of my nose. And it's happening again. So... I'm just keeping all of you posted. I know you're interested. And when this thing pokes through, trust me, I'll keep you up to date on it. Has this never happened to you? No. Never ever? No. All right. Not yet. Well, it's coming. It's coming. I it. Well, I mean, look, guys do have thicker hair in our noses, and I have to trim it. Do you have to trim the hair? In your, you're not going to answer this. But I have to trim the hair in my nose. And ears. Of course, of course I do. You Everybody has to. All right. Well, mine are, you know, thicker. I've looked at yours. They're not as thick as mine. And they just sometimes will grow through your nose. Hmm. I, I can't be the only person on the planet this happens to. No, honey. They're called ingrown hairs. Okay. Yeah, but it grows through my nose. Well. That's just fucking weird. And I'm not sure I'm uh, feeling good about the fact I shared it. Um, so I got uh, a package today from Linda. She sent me some stuff that I needed 
and she and it was on the front porch today and uh, and I picked it up and I took it in the house and I got scissors out and it took me a good two minutes to open it because this woman when she tapes a box <laughs> she tapes a box the tape was held in place by more tape and and I was cutting it with a knife with scissors and it did it took me a full minute to get through it but it was well packaged I get mm-hmm. in, I get in it I open the box after I got through the tape and then got the tape off my fingers I got into the box she had those bags of air th- those things and then she had wrapped it and wrapped it again and then wrapped that in paper and it wasn't even breakable but thank you well, for no but that way it wouldn't jiggle around or anything yeah well no it it trust me it didn't jiggle and nobody could have gotten into that box good so i appreciate i received package received great and gotten into feeling strong about it um okay uh there's a a show i was going to tell you about it and i think you may want to check it out um it's on pretty sure it's netflix it's a documentary on uh studio 54 oh i will love that now when i met linda she was a uh, a club girl she loved to go to the club and dance i was never one to do that but she did she loves to dance still to this day she loves to, and so she would go and this this documentary is about studio 54 the unlikely success of this thing and I've only seen 20 or 30 minutes of it. It's quite good. And, and then it gets to the demise of Studio 54. So the height, the fame, and then to go down the way it went down. But I think... Um, it, um, there's a couple of documentaries I want to watch. I want to watch the one on Steph Curry. I want to watch the one on The Boxer. I don't remember his name. Or La Jolla. Um... Uh, um Right. I know who you're talking about. He's Oscar, got a documentary. Oscar out. De La Hoya. Yes. I want to watch that one. Um, I'm going I haven't been watching quarterback, so I'm gonna finish that one since you finished it. And that's about it. All right. Uh, so like obviously we share our streaming services and I can always tell what she's seeing and she can tell what I'm seeing. And um she went through the cheers phase. Did you watch ever all of them? Everything? No, because whatever streaming um, I was using cut it off. Cut it off at a certain season. And I think to finish watching it, I would have to buy Paramount. And I ha- I'm not going to buy Paramount. <laughs> all right. Well, good decision. Way to go. But now, but now I'm watching Scrubs, and I'm I'm almost finished with Scrubs. I, I saw one with you. You had it on. I saw it. It's not my, it was, I, I never watched it. It's not, it's a little, little bit silly for me. Well, everything's silly to you, unless it's death or murder. Oh, yeah. Or kidnapping. Yeah. You don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So who am I to judge? Oh, shit. Hang on. And now. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again. Nothing up my sleeve. Crystal. <laughs> no doubt about it. I gotta get another hat. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. And now, 
Many of you have sent comments into the program. Skeeter keeps a, a record of those that she ser- shares those with us now. Here she is. Hey, you guys, Mark, I'm just, there's one person in the chat right now, Brittany and Callie. Well, it's because we she, didn't, We how would they know? I we know. Didn't. These are her comments so far. Um, I have a single hair that recurs on the top of my nose. I pluck it out. Fucker comes back always. Wow. And then, Mark, I started to watch Suits. Meghan Markle is in it. We, yeah, we uh, she's doing really well, too. I said, how old is this? It's from 2011. Oh, Suits is. Yeah, I know. And I never heard of it, which, you know, now I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's very, very well made. Um, but and I'm th- sorry, it's... It's not a her, it's a he, it's Warren. All right, so now we're, we're, we're recording this early. How would they know? I mean, do they sit and wait well, to see? I, no, I had a Lenny put it up just to, because, you know, sometimes they'll, because we said last week we're recording it and it was around two o'clock to see if anybody was going to listen. Warren went in to listen to an old show <laughs> and he saw the We're Live. <laughs> and so he joined the All chat. right, so Warren and who? Lenny and Linda. No, no, no. There's three of us in there. Okay, so it's just Warren. But well, Warren, welcome to the show, buddy. It's good to have you. And, and sorry to hear about the hair. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Here we go. Comments. Eric says, "Hey, Mark, check out on Netflix a show called Home Game. It's about world sports that aren't your normal kind of sports. Mm. The first episode is on a sport in Florence, Italy, dating back to the 1500s." It's rugby, football, and boxing all rolled into one. And these players don't get paid. Wow. Check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. All right. I'll do it. Joseph says, yes, Mr. Thompson, that comment I made that you are a master craftsman at your trade was indeed meant for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember, he left that comment last week. I do. <laughs> I have listened to a lot of radio hosts through the years who were good in their own right but not even close to the skill you bring to the table. Simply the finest, a diamond in the rough. Check you. Oh, by the way. What? No, go ahead. Oh, by the way, 721 show seemed a little edgy with the boss. And I have to admit, dropping a deuce and taking a shower afterwards, spot on refreshing. (laughs) Thank you for the kind words, sir. Scott says, Mark, I'm going to be a proud owner of a mini golden doodle named Emmy at the end of August. Oh, dude. It will be a little over two months when I fly out to get her. All right. Do you have any tips on flying with her or habits to watch out for? Thank you for your wise wisdom from a 64-year-old dad. Okay, Scott, you don't want to listen to anything Mark has to say because our dog is a brat, a bully. He has no manners. He's adorable. We love him. All right. But we can't give out any advice about other stuff. But I wrote down a few things about bringing your dog on an airplane. All right. All right. Or bringing your dog back. The first thing you need to do is make a vet appointment for the day after you get back. Because you want to take her right to the vet because she's going to have parasites. They all do. All right. But now... Walker had those parasites and they gave us the medicine, but it wasn't working. And so we took him to the vet and then they put him on the right medication and he was good. Now, as far as flying on the plane, he's got to have the carry on bag because you have to put the dog in the bag and the bag. Who's doing this? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were going to cover that. So I told you I made a list. So sorry. What am I thinking? She has a list. But the first thing is 
once you get her home, you need to make sure that she is good and healthy. It's absolutely true. Okay. Um, Do the same thing. with your wife. You never know. Go to the doctor. Just check and see if she's got termites or uh, termites. whatever the thing um, is. Next thing is don't let her potty in the airport dog stations. Those are nasty. She's a young dog. You have to be careful about anywhere she potties because she's got a higher risk of getting parvo. We uh, we tried taking Walker in the airport. You know, we thought he needed to. He absolutely will not go no. anywhere near it. No, no. And they're even though they look clean, they're nasty. Um, buy your travel bag now. We got ours from Chewy.com. And then the last thing is get you a backpack because you're going to have to, you're going to need, she's a puppy. She's going to be peeing and pooping in there. So you're going to need some wipes. You're also going to need water. You're going to need some treats. Anything you would need for a dog, you're going to put in that backpack. Now, um, we give Walker a little doggy Xanax we get from the vet. And yeah, but this puppy is only going to be like eight weeks old. Yeah. He doesn't, she won't need anything. Well, so my question is this. Can he put this dog in the bag and put her under the seat in coach or anywhere that, that yes. you can Just do like it? Yes, like we do. It has yeah. to be a carry-on there. Now, I mean, if your dog has been labeled as an emotional support dog, which is a whole line of, you know, stuff, then you can just walk the dog on. But you can carry on a dog if it's in a bag, and that means they have to be little. What Linda said about the vet is 100%. There's things in there, and you're going to have to get it all medicated and checked out and so forth, so on. So good luck. The one thing I will tell you about Golden Doodles, they are highly intelligent. Mm -hmm. They forget nothing. Be prepared for how smart they are. Mm -hmm. but I could not love yep. this fucking thing more. Playful, loving, caring, affectionate, all of the things you hope for. Dedicated. If you love on that dog, that dog is going to love on you. They do have separation anxiety, though. Um, Walker has it. Ludo has it. But you just carry through. Carry on. Walker's sitting here over here in his chair, sound asleep. <laughs> um, well, hold up. All right, Warren in the chat. Hello, mate. We met at the book show. You fancied my daughter. What the fuck does that mean, Mark? Linda, I did that for 27 years. I'm going to book show, daughter, guy. I'm going to remember that. He needs to go a little further. I fancied his daughter. I mean, did you ask her out? I mean, what the fuck? Like I fucking know what I did. Now, I have most no idea. Men, most men would have said, of course I didn't ask her out. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wait, oh, wait a minute. Warren. Oh, of course I remember Warren and his daughter that I was apparently perving on. Hey, Warren, what's up? Tell your daughter, hey. Are you done? Uh, no, I've got a lot. All right. And War uh, Warren, I don't know if this is the same Warren or not, says a fucking seawall, you say, adjacent to the pier, you say, on a lake? Does Mark have little guy syndrome? I'm trying to understand that. I'm sure it's funny. Remember when they, when they drive big trucks or fancy cars, they've got little dick syndrome? I see. I see. That's what he's saying. No, sir. 
Just so you know, I actually needed a seawall. That's why I'm getting it. Don't get me wrong. I do love going down there and watching that big bulldozer plow the ground. And it's looking really good. It is. Um, okay, Warren cleared it up. She was the blonde. You said, how does this come from you? Oh, that was my standard. Not not to say I said it to anybody else, Warren. That's never been a joke I would ever ever use anywhere else. It was only for you. Uh, but uh, but I do remember you clearly. Um, Scott says, I really enjoyed the Mark and Bean podcast. I'm wondering if you ever heard the story of former KROQ. KROQ? K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Personality, the poor man giving out Bean's address on the air of his show, and several of his listeners showed up there. Wow. Poor man wound up losing his job over the incident. Oh, I didn't realize he got fired. Because, but what's he doing? I mean, I do. I've heard of the poor man. He's fairly popular. What's he doing? Why would you actually give out a, a person's address, a personality? Oh, my God. Dude. Could he? Could it have been a mistake? I mean, I guess it could have been, but he got fired. If it, it was a mistake, then they would understand. He got fired, apparently, over it. Hmm. No, that's the first I've heard of that. Brian says, hey, old man, congratulations on 50 years in the business. Radio changed forever once you got in the game. Thanks for all you gave us, stupid, replaceable listeners. <laughs> You're welcome. My pleasure. Elamu says, Skeeter, don't be so sure the kids won't remember being at your place in NC. I've remembered things about my grandmother's house, and I wasn't even two yet. Wow. And then we get a comment from Pete. Rick Lozano is turning the big 70 on July, 20, on July 29th. Mark may remember Rick as a couple of times he subbed on sports on the Mark and Brian show. Huh. He was recently inducted into the California Sports Hall of Fame. I'll be damned. That, I, Rick, it seems maybe I do. Not yeah. really, but kind of. Like when Todd would go on vacation, I think maybe he put him in. Congratulations, big dog. Excellent yeah. work. Way to go. So I'm going to be adding him to the birthday chicken. And then our last one comes from Stacy. Mm-hmm. August 1st is Michelle from California's 55th birthday. God did we God did what he does best and brought us together on the first day of school in 1978. We've had our ups and downs over the years, who hasn't, but we have remained friends for 45 years. She knows I love her, but she has no idea how important she is to me and my sanity. She gets me. She's smart, successful, determined, honest, loyal, dependable, trustworthy, open-minded, clean, friendly, generous, funny, and most importantly, she's a whore. Oh, very nice. Which is, by the way, most of that was the Boy Scout code that he quoted. I don't remember whore being a part of the Boy Scout code, but yet well done. Absolutely well done. Yes. And I'll add Michelle to the birthday. <laughs> and that's comments. History. 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 That happened and we all let it happen. Holy shit, what were you doing back in 1969? It was on this day that Badfinger released the song Come and Get It. Paul McCartney recorded his demo because he wrote the song. 
he recorded his demo for Come and Get It during some downtime while the Beatles were working on Abbey Road. He not only gave the song to Badfinger, who were signed to Apple Records, but he also produced it and played on it as the band's late drummer Mike Gibbons recalls in this interview. It was weird because it's the first time McCartney produced this. So it opened up an all new kind of way of doing things. Little techniques of recording. I've heard the original demo of his and it sounds just like the Badfinger one. We copied his demo to the T, I think. Why not? It sounded good. We didn't want to turn it around into a Zeppelin tune. He did play piano on the track as well and shook the maracas. It was a nice time doing that. about this McCartney did give them a demo that he recorded and he told them record your version exactly as mine do not waver from it now this next one's kind of fun it was on this day back in 1973 that Steely Dan did a commercial I didn't know this existed, but Schlitz apparently got in touch with Steely Dan when they were first starting out, and they approached him about doing a commercial as a band for Schlitz beer, and they did it this day, 1973. Cuando yo regreso de un día muy duro de trabajo. When I get home from a hard day's work, Yo cojo por todos los ambientes que puedo. He says he likes to grab for all the gusto he can get. ¿Por qué solo se hace la vuelta una vez nada más? Because you only go around one time. Okay. Okay. Once around life, once around living, once around beer and keep around slits. Come along and take I didn't know that existed. That's really great. And you can it tell is. you can tell it's Steely Dan. Happy birthday. Wonder Woman, Linda Carter is 72. It was on this day, what year that instant coffee was invented? Harvey, want anything special for your birthday? Just a decent cup of coffee. What year? Instant coffee. 1936. It was 38. Well done. Yeah, check you out. Man, you are rocking it. It was on this day, 
1976. Where were you? What were you doing? I can tell you Daryl Hall and John Oates were releasing this song. This is one of their earliest, and I honestly do, and don't get me wrong, I love all their later pop, pop stuff, but this was still one of their better songs. intro I've ever heard. It was on this day, same year, same day, 1976. Elton John releases this song with Kiki D. <laughs> Don't go breaking my heart. Nineteen seventy-four, Leonard Skinner hits it with "Sweet Home Alabama." And on this day, nineteen seventy, David Bowie gave us. This day, 1969, Chicago released a song whose title still makes no sense to me. 25 or 6 to 4. What? The Eagles were busy recording and releasing one of their biggest number one hits, One of These Nights.
Made on this day, 1986. Peter Gabriel, on one of the few times he did it, he hits number one with Sledgehammer. Birthday, Michael Richards, best known as Kramer from Seinfeld, is 74 today. Then the mugger, he comes to and he starts choking me. So I'm fighting him off with one hand and I kept driving the bus with the other, you know. Then I managed to open up the door and I kicked him out the door, you know, with my foot, you know, at the next stop. You kept making all the stops? Well, people kept ringing the bell. You could have a fun Happy birthday. Jeremy Piven is 58 today. There was the birthday party incident. Everybody stop. I didn't go to the Lakers game because they were playing the Bobcats. And I came here today because I thought this was a session on how my wife could learn to communicate, how to answer a question without a question. Basic Humanity 101, which I thought, given your wall of diplomas, you could easily fix. Or if you couldn't, you could give her a pill that could either fix it or make her a mute. But now, to turn around and gang up on me, I have work to do. I have hundreds of clients to deal with. And just so we're clear, I don't care about any of them. They're all just a number, like wife number one and therapist number seven. Good day. And happy birthday to the fantastic Sandra Bullock. She's 59. So you're a cop, right? That's right. Well, I should probably tell you that I'm taking the bus because I have my driver's license revoked. What for? Speeding. And it was on this day back in 1970. Uh, the Who released the song Magic Bus. Here, Pete Townsend talks about that creation. I'd come back from gigs and I'd be kind of in this room all on my own and all I could do was really make demos and sometimes I didn't have a song in my head. I certainly didn't have a My Generation or a Kids Who Are Alright or an I Can See For Miles. But I wanted to pass the time and I wanted to play. Some quite interesting songs came out of that requirement to just knock something out which will enable me to make a demo. I'll chug away with the guitar and I'll say the first thing that comes into my mind. Because Matthew was a budding drummer, um, I took him to see The Who at the Hollywood Bowl. It's not that I was a giant Who fan, but I liked him. But I mainly wanted Matt to be able to say, yeah, I saw The Who. So we went. And I really enjoyed the show. I thought their musicianship was very strong. 
And we were sitting in a box with these other two guys. Very, very nice. And they brought a fuckload of wine. So I'm drinking wine with them. And there's Matt sitting there. I don't think he had any. And I was a little lit. And I had not heard The Who sing one of my favorite songs. So I stood up at the Hollywood Bowl and I started yelling at the Who to sing Teenage Wasteland. And I yelled it several times. And then Matthew whispered to me, Dad, the name of the song is Baba O'Reilly. Oh. Which I don't think they ever even say Baba O'Reilly in the song. I have no idea. Makes no sense. All right, let's get to it. Uh, Last week you were one for three. Yeah. So now we'll see how you do. I think you could do well. Okay. So here we go. What year is it? Song. Movie. We're ready for you, Miss Crawford. Got everything you want. No, I don't. I want a baby. They done away. No wire hangers ever! Mommy dearest. Headlines. What the hell's that? I don't even know. I have no idea. Clearly, I don't listen to these before I play them. Um, 1975. Mm. It is 1981. <laughs> 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 All right, you're 0 for 1. Mm, boy. I wish, I wish you the best. Song. I've got two tickets for paradise. Pack your bags with me tonight. Movie. My name is Zunard J5 slash 9 Doric 47. Get me the Pentagon. Red priority. You're a cat. He's the cat from outer space. And oh, headlines. An area with the deceptively serene name of Love Canal turned out to be one of America's most notorious toxic waste horror stories. Shit. Yeah. Didn't help you much, did it? Mm-mm. Um, 1983. Okay. So far, we haven't even gotten the decade. It is <laughs> 1978. How's All right, you don't want to go down as an 0 for 3. I mean, at least get the decade on okay. this one. All right, I, I wish you the very best. I do want you to get this. Here we go. Song. Movie. This 
starts with Bill and Ted. Let's reach out and touch someone. They're traveling through time. How's it going, royal ugly dudes? Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. And headlines. I come before you and assume the presidency at a moment rich with promise. We live in a peaceful, prosperous time. I can tell by the silence she has no idea. I don't know about the song. So I'm going on the movie. Mm-hmm. 1987. It is 1980. Nine. singing that song neil young mm. keep on rocking in the free world linda mm-hmm. all right we have a segment today and it's called will linda laugh a listener sent these to me these are puns not really oh, jokes God, these yeah. are going to be horrible it's possible they are and there's a few i marked them there's a few and normally you like these kinds of things Okay. Uh, but you're on location. You know, you're not in here. And, and so I've already predicted that you're going to laugh at possibly three. Two of them you won't even get. And the rest, you're just going to sit there. Okay. All right. I wish you the best of luck. Now, these again are stupid puns. They're not jokes. They're kind of play on words. Okay. You feel strong? Mm-hmm. No, of course there's no not. pressure on me now well I mean there's no pressure either laugh right. or you, you you either laugh or you don't so there is I can no tell you right now they ain't gonna be funny okay that's why I said maybe three if you so much as snicker that counts okay you feel strong you feel good sure I don't here we go I never thought orthopedic shoes would really work for me but I stand corrected See, shoes, stand. You don't have to explain everyone to me. All right, all right. Just, uh, okay, here we go. I'll just go through them then. Okay. All right, here we go. You feel okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Feeling strong. Here we go. Once upon a time, there was a king who was only 12 inches tall. He was a terrible king, but he made a great ruler. O for two on these. And again, it's, it's labeled... Will Linda laugh? So far, 0 for 2. She hasn't. There's one of these in here that will work. I feel strong. We'll continue. I wrote a book on how to fall down the stairs. It's a step-by-step guide. The only thing funny about these are your side effects. Yeah, are you predetermined to not laugh? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. My friend claims that he accidentally glued himself to his autobiography, but I don't believe him. However, that is his story. He's sticking to it. Okay. Doctor, my child swallowed a roll of film. What should I do? Uh, Let's wait and see if anything develops. It's not bad. It's not bad. It ain't great. All right, here we go. 
an armed man ran into a real estate agency and shouted, nobody move. <laughs> you see, real estate got drunk yesterday and threw up in the elevator on my way back home. It was disgusting on so many levels. That was kind of cute. Yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> all right, that's a laugh. We got one. <clears throat> I asked the surgeon if I could administer my own anesthetic. He said, sure, knock yourself out. <laughs> I like that one. I thought that was no. All right, we got one. Three more. I got into a fight today with one, three, five, seven, and nine. The odds are really against me. See, one, three. I got it. All right. Two more. 97% of people are stupid. I'm glad I'm in the other 5%. <laughs> I like so that one too. Can someone please tell me what LGBTQ plus stands for? Nobody's giving me a straight answer. Oh, I thought you'd like that one. Hey, it's still two. I got yep. two. I, I said three. I felt good with that, but two. Two's good. Two's decent. Um, speaking of throw up, because that was one of the puns there. I have discovered, and I know it's, it's an old show, I have discovered Monk. Oh, good show. Oh, my gosh. Sure. And I've somehow watched the last two. It was a two-parter, but it was the series finale. Oh, wow. And I am, I'd never watched it before in my life. And I am sitting on the sofa crying. And it was noon. Now, have you, did you, before you watched the last episode, did you watch all of them? No, I was just going through the channels and landed on that. And I thought, oh, well, let me watch this for a minute. Actually, my thought was, let me see if I can handle this because I didn't know what kind of show it was. But um, it was a, it's a pretty fucking funny show, too. Shortly after we came to North Carolina, I was uh, we had just moved here and I was sitting outside having a cigar, just hanging out. And it was in the middle of the afternoon. Linda comes barreling out the door where I was. And she said to me, almost in an extremely excited state, have you ever seen NYPD Blue? <laughs> she had just found it and just loved it and was plowing through every single one of them one after the other. Yeah, there was a marathon on. But anyway, the throw up thing was because, you know, Monk is uh, quirky and he's got all these uh, mental issues mm -hmm. and the he had ingested poison somehow and they didn't know how who gave it to him or what it was. And the doctor said, OK, so what's going to happen within the next couple of days is you'll feel fine and then you're going to start throwing up and then you're going to die. Mm. And he's sitting there in his suit and he goes. I'm going to throw up because that's, you know, that's right. what his brain latched right. on. Right. And the doctor said it again. I'm going to say it again. You're going to throw up a lot and then you're going to die. So I'm going to throw up. <laughs> it was a big hit. Oh, my God. I was laughing. And then before I knew it, I was fucking crying. Well, I can't judge. I'm just now on to suits. 
So uh, there'd be no passing judgment for you. Um, So here we go. I don't like that one. If you're in the mood for something new, you could consider trying this. And, you know, it is summer, which means the state fair. Mm. And the state fairs, Orange County Fair is going on right now. State fairs are known for odd, strange kinds of foods that you can buy. It's too fucking hot to go to a fair. Yeah. Yeah. And Orange County is one of the hottest spots in the world. So enjoy. But if you are at the Ohio State Fair, get ready to belly up to. And I want you to listen to this and see if you would at least try it. Not you know just it's fried. You, you know it's going to be something fried. It's not fried at all. Oh. Chocolate deviled eggs. The deviled egg. Speaking of throwing up. The concoction is made by creating a standard devil egg recipe. And then into the mixture before you put it in the egg white thing, you stir in melted chocolate and chocolate chips into the egg and then scrape it into the to the egg white and eat it. No, thank you. I bet you they're lining up to get this. Just sounds disgusting. You would eat that. I don't know. Egg and chocolate. Now. With, may- with mayonnaise and oof. I will tell you, we were at uh, Salem, Massachusetts. I had never done this before because at the state fair i have heard of deep fried oreo cookies and i didn't have one i don't know why i I don't want to stand in line but we were in salem massachusetts the weekend before and they had a truck there that was selling deep fried reese's cups everything they had snickers they had oreos you could get anything deep fried i love Reese's cups and I had one I bought one actually I bought it like you get a little tub and there's two or three in there a tub a tray yeah a little bitty you know paper thing and I ate one loved it loved it it was Reese's cup deep fried with batter and grease I made it I ate the first one and then I made it midway through the second one and I couldn't do another bite. It's so much grease. You only, you only need one ever. Yeah, I, I I think on that, no question. Now- yeah, Not going back to that, no. We also did the Witches Museum. Really enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the whole weekend. It was incredible. So, Ohio State Fair. Chocolate deviled eggs. Go get them. All right. For those of you that are thinking of having a child, and I know that there's some of you that are young and you may want to do this. Here's the latest thing. The trend in childbirth gives the expectant mom one more job in the delivery, which is helping lift the newborn out of yourself during a c-section oh my god oh shit no doctors midwives and moms are all reporting a list of benefits 
from the hands-on method, including less postpartum depression in the mother-assisted cesarean. The woman sits up and literally lifts the child out of them and up onto their chest for an immediate... Huh? Nope. And then all your innards are right out and you're bleeding all over the place and... No, thank you. It says it's especially emotionally healing if the woman has had a distressing emergency cesarean birth in the past. Mm-mm. Some are doing it. Now, it when I first started reading that, I thought that she would right. just bend over and pull the thing out of her uh, vagina. Vagina. But this is cesarean. Yeah, no. I've seen. I can't that. imagine doing that. And well, I had three C sections. Well, yeah, I mean, cesarean, though, is a, a physical operation. You know, they cut open and, and, and you know, right. but, but uh, you know, the mom sits up and pulls it out. Mm. Are you going to have any more kids, do you think? Because if, if so. Can you imagine? Um, this is only to say that Ryan Seacrest continues his plight to become Dick Clark. Because not only is he now doing Wheel of Fortune, it has been announced that Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie, along with Ryan Seacrest, return. Oh, of course. To American Idol. You love your dog. I do. But does your dog love you back? He does. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. I'm going to give you the list. And if Walker doesn't do some of these, he doesn't love you. Okay. I've already read these. So I know for a fact, Walker loves me. Okay. Let's find out. He brings you his toys. Yep. Linda's nodding her head and she's on a microphone. Shut up. They follow you everywhere you go. Yep. They lick you a lot. Yep. They love to lean on you. Yep. They excitedly wag their tail when you enter the room. Yep. They always they always stare at you even when you're not looking at them. Probably, yep. No, there's no question. I, I saw these and I thought, well... We hit every single one of those Mm -hmm. because it is a little unnerving. You're sitting there on the couch and you're watching TV and you look over and your dog is staring at you. And then you get You begin to wonder, what did I do? And then you wonder, (laughs) what am I supposed to do? Because maybe did I forget something? And then I wonder, what did he do? Um, How much do you know about Barbie? You know what? I don't know a lot, I don't think. Did you know well, that? We can give it a try. Did, are you pumped about the movie? Are you going to see it? I am going to see it. Um, I'm one of these people that are having a hard time going to the movie theater. Um, I'm thinking that once it dies down a little bit, all the girls and, and myself are going to go. Well, I mean, first of all, You know, you can have the girls, you can sit in between them so nobody sits right beside. But if you wait and you go in the middle of the week, in the middle of the afternoon, it's not going to be anybody in there. 
Yeah, but you forget it's summertime and school's out. People have already seen it. They're at the movie all the time. But yes, I would like to go and I would like to see that one on um, a big screen. All right, well, here we go. Barbie and Ken, did you know this? Barbie and Ken broke up for seven years in 2004. I did not know that. Barbie's rebound was Blaine Gordon, a surfer from Australia. Wow. Now, how do you know this storyline? Because she's just a doll. Right. Does but it, I guess they all have stories. Barbie, what state is Barbie from? New York. Wisconsin. Mm. Barbie has seven siblings. Name one of them. I have no idea. Skipper, Todd, Tootie, and a cousin Francie from the UK. Barbie has had over 250 careers. There have been there has been a Barbie for President doll in every election since 1992. Great. Barbie has an estimated 1 billion outfits. Yep. If Barbie's dream house were real, it would cost $16 million. Which would be fantastic to have that slide going from your bedroom down into your patio pool when you've had 250 careers you can afford a 16 million dollar house with a slide in it mm -hmm. i know this is unfortunate however it happened a woman in china had a hot and steamy session with her boyfriend which may have caused her permanent hearing damage after the romp she took herself to the hospital complaining of ear pain and hearing loss Doctors examined her and found that she had a ruptured eardrum. At first, she couldn't understand how it could have happened. Then she remembered that her boyfriend was nibbling on her ear and then started sucking on her ear, damaging her ear canal. Doctors mm. say it is extremely uncommon, one that could happen very easily if someone creates too much suction on the ear damn so learn from this couple if you're banging don't suck the other one's ear ear always good to know ear hole getting caught with your pants down inside a horse stable is never oh, a good look oh, Mark, don't be gross don't be gross i'm just reading it as it's written especially if this is the second time you've done it 39-year-old Jack Blank of Illinois really knows how to stir up trouble. Mm -mm -mm. Police were called. <laughs> Police were called to a barn. <laughs> Where are we going? To a barn? All right. You drive. Police were called to a barn at one o'clock in the morning after receiving receiving a report of a suspicious person caught on surveillance camera cops looked around and found blake with his genitals exposed standing near two horses oh gosh see Off you find this funny i don't find it funny at all well no 
I, I, I find I, it disturbing and animal abuse and I, there's no question I'm just laughing at the guy I, I feel bad for the horses mm. there's no question officers reined him in mm-hmm. and charged him with criminal trespass he appears to like horses background search found that he was arrested back in April on the same charges Mm-mm. yeah it's no good can't do that and I was laughing at the bad puns. For, for, for the they record. were bad. Yeah. Everything about that was bad, hun. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I just, the, 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 it's just so very odd and strange. I apologize to any horse lovers that were offended uh, with me laughing. I didn't mean to giggle. I was giggling at the bad jokes. I feel bad for the horses. No question about it. Love horses myself. Not at one o'clock in the morning, and especially not when the cops are called. Tom Brady absolutely loves the supermodels tmz reports that he is dating irena shayek the site says they spent their entire weekend together shacking up at his la home and there's a photograph of them embracing the two apparently met at the wedding of billionaire joe namad uh and they've been together ever since so he well, does he's got He's got a type. He likes models. Yeah. I, I, I don't, okay, I just don't see it. I mean, I've not been around that many models before. <laughs> I've never spoken to one really, so I don't know much about them, but Tom likes them. They're beautiful. There's no question. <laughs> uh, Barbenheimer. Now, if you don't know, uh, the movie Barbie and the movie Oppenheimer, a lot of people did this because they were promoting go see both. Right. So the decision is which one do you see first, then which one do you do second? A lot of people did it. They saw both movies in the same day and the movies don't tie together in any form, but a lot of people did it. Barbenheimer did even better than people thought. The one-two punch of Barbie and Oppenheimer blew away the box office over the weekend, earning $162 million for Barbie. Oppenheimer pulled in $82 million. Barbie had the biggest opening weekend of the year and the best debut ever for a female director. Mm-hmm. Even Quentin Tarantino got swept up in the double feature craze, seeing Oppenheimer over the weekend and then walking across the street to see Barbie. And I think <clears throat> that would be the way I would do it because Oppenheimer is the story of the creation of the hydrogen bomb and the guy, the scientist they brought in to do it. Right. And they, I hate to spoil it, but he did go through a very tough period after he had done it uh, because he realized he had created a bomb that could destroy the world. And, and it, it brought to mind the, the equation. We were so busy doing it that we never stopped down to ask, should we? And so I want to see it. There's no question about it, but the true Oppenheimer guy did go through a tough patch at the end of that after he had done it. I don't know if you know this or not, but Barbie was a scientist. I did not know that. 
that was one of her careers. Yeah, I didn't realize. Well, the 250. It's amazing she had time to do all that. No, but um, some people wanted to go see Barbie. Barbie was sold out, so that's when they went to see Oppenheimer. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, these days, don't people buy tickets? Well, I mean, why anymore? Well, some of them do, but, you know, in small towns, maybe they don't. I don't know. Well, plus, who's even needed to do that? What did I go? Oh, we went to see Elvis. Opening weekend, I took Amy and Katie. We were, there were me, Amy, Katie, and two other people. Opening weekend. Now, we did go during the week. Uh, on, in First the, thing. In the afternoon. So, maybe but yeah but they are saying literally barbie saved theaters at least for now mm-hmm. and i yeah I, I wanted to see it even before because i'm a i'm a big fan of ryan gosling and he doesn't do crap and it lets me know that there's something more to this movie than we know so i'm in um and i want to hear what you guys think after you go see it yeah now, in case you want it, and then we'll get out of here. In case you want it, and if, and if you've got $100,000, when the Beatles broke up, no thanks. they all four signed a document. So this document is now available for bids. Um, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, Ringo Starr all signed an Apple Corps uh, document that was literally the piece of paper that dissolved their union. Bidding begins at $100,000. They're saying it is estimated to sell for up to $500,000. But you can own the end of the Beatles if that's something you'd like to have. Why would you want to own that? I, if you're a big Beatles fan, and who knows, it could wind up worth a lot of money. Some people okay. may say it's an investment. Down. Okay. Oh, chicken, you, chicken, chicken. You got birthdays, right? I mean, no, I chicken. Okay, so I'm just going to read it and then don't pause the chicken because I'm going to try to because there's only six of them. On 726, what the fuck Chuck turned 63 and his wife Debbie turned 60. 729, Rick Lozano turned 70. I don't know why I have a hard time saying his last name. That's that's Lozano. Uh, on 81, Michelle's turning 55 and Lisa Urari Tay is turning 53. You know, she sounded that, she wrote it out for me and I still fucked it up. Urari Tay. Urari Tay. Urari Tay. Spell it. Well, she's, she's U-R-E-E dash A-R-E dash T-A-Y. U-R-E-T-A. U-R-E-T-A. You got a last name like that, you deserve to have people fuck it up. Sorry, Lisa. And on 8-2, Martin Lotz is turning 65. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Buck, 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 buck. Buck, 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 buck. Chuck, Debbie, Rick. Michelle, Lisa, Martin. Did I get it? No. Oh, you're you're in delay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going. Oh, I'm delayed. All right. Oh, that's right. We can't do this. 
Um, I, I'll point at you. Wait. How am I going to see you and look at the piece of paper? Even that's delayed. All right, you can't do it. I can't do it. All right, so happy birthday, everybody. All right, um, I'm going to wrap up this uh, program. You know, I'm an Elvis fan, and I'm... Uh, you are? I'm not necessarily proud of it, but um, one of the things that Elvis always wanted to do was perform with a full orchestra, and he never got to do it. So after he died, somebody, many, many, many years later, somebody said, you know what? We ought to make that happen for him. And they did. Now, I don't know exactly who did it. But it is a wonderful, they went and got the Royal Harmonica Orchestra, the London Royal Orchestra. And they took Elvis's vocal performances and they literally re-recorded them with this orchestra. Now, this album, is one of my favorites. Not a week goes by that I don't listen to at least one song from it. Because it's, I think, great. And he did a duet on there with Michael Buble. And so I thought you might like it. So I wrap it up with this. If you don't want to hear it, you can just cut the show off. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, y'all.